All right, well, it's Friday, October 29th, 2021. I'm Steven Sersky. Happy Halloween to those who celebrate this. I know uh, I, earlier this week I was uh, kind of going through what it's like to uh, experience Halloween overseas for expats. And I guess unless you're in those circles, uh, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't see too many Halloween get-togethers going on this year. Uh, but then again, I wasn't looking for them. Uh, I am Steven Sersky. Thanks for listening to my audio blog here. Uh, I do post the show notes uh, of these uh, audio blogs on my website, stevensersky.com, which you can find the uh, last, uh, at least a couple of months anyway, uh, in addition to uh, my other writings and uh, podcasts that I uh, do every now and then. Uh, so Beijing is undergoing another uh, explosion of cases in COVID, but it's, it's actually, I shouldn't say it's an explosion. It is that it's become a problem, but it's not a very big problem. So, and the, what, what's happening now, yesterday I was talking about like what, why is this sort of happening? You know, is it sort of happening? Uh, questioning sort of why this, this severity? Well, what seems to be going on now like, or become uh, getting underway is the preparation for the Olympic Games. And what they're going to be doing is uh, creating, I guess, what you'd call a bubble around the uh, the city. So they're not going to let people freely move about if they don't have to. And those who are able to or allowed to move around freely are going to be, um, they're going to have green health codes, probably probably be vaxxed but there's no mandate to be vaxxed um that is to move around unless you're going to the olympics like the olympic sites then you might have to prove your vaccination status this is being called the beijing bubble or the olympic bubble and what that means is basically they're going to uh quarter off or isolate beijing in a matter of speaking now, this hasn't been officially released, but it's sort of the talk that's going on uh, that almost seems most reasonable to ensure that the uh, Olympic Games kind of go on without any sort of uh, without any sort of hitches along the way. Uh, so that being the case, they are cracking down. Actually, I shouldn't even say cracking down. They are being very cautious with any sort of reported cases. Uh, so even now, what's happened is that coming into Beijing, I was asked for my Beijing health code. The very strange thing, actually, at the Jinan uh, tra- train station, and I did try to voice this to one of my colleagues, and he's like, don't think about it, just go with it, is that they wouldn't let us in the f- the primary area, uh, like the pr- primary entrance of the, 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 the train station. They had us, so, so I'm standing at the primary entrance, handing over my little my yellow slip of paper um, because I have my passport being uh, my visa being renewed right now and she says well you can't enter here you have to go over there okay so I'm like, uh, all right maybe they're going to test us or something scan us extra like give us an extra scan or something we go over there and they check it they do the same sort of paper check and that's it they let us in and then we we go from the farther entrance, which was the Beijing-only train entrance, uh, sorry, Beijing train-only entrance, and then we basically get back into the same line as uh, the rest of the people getting into the train station. It didn't really make sense. 
Uh, but I guess I, I don't know how to make sense of it to tell you the truth. But they did, so they did have a special a special lane for uh, uh, people who were taking Beijing lines, uh, Beijing trains, <clears throat> or trains bound for Beijing, I should say. Uh, so whether or not there was any other uh, checks and balances in place, uh, I mean, it didn't, didn't seem like it, but maybe they did have extra heat cameras on or something that I wasn't aware of. Uh, anyway, on the train, they did ask us for uh, um, our uh, Beijing health code, which is separate from the national health code, which is separate from the Jinan health code. Now, getting around Jinan, you could just use the uh, national health code. That was fine. Uh, but uh, some other cities, I remember a couple weeks ago in Chongqing and Ch- uh, Chengdu, they had their own health codes specific to that city. Uh, so coming back into Beijing, I had to, uh, again, it, I had to re sort of input my information declaring that I had not gone to any of the uh, medium to high risk areas that are outside of Beijing at the moment. Uh, so that's Inner Mongolia. Oh, I can't remember. Maybe it's Gansu province. Yeah, so Gansu and Inner Mongolia are very close to each other. Uh, I can't remember where. They have been tracking where the cases have come from. They haven't uh, said where the origination of these cases are. They, so they, they can track it once it comes into China, or once it is in China, once it shows up here. But then outside of that, I'm not sure if they're able to. I only say that because they did mention that the cases in Fengtai and Chengping, they've already tracked, they've traced that that lineage, I guess you would call it, of the uh, uh, the virus or the, uh, the the detection detection of the virus. Uh, again, it doesn't sound like it's major uh, life threatening issues or health complications. This is good, so it's not worrying in the sense that people are are dying. It's more just worrying that it's back. You know, it's this nuisance that's come back into our lives. And as I mentioned before, we've had a bunch of uh, uh, work canceled in November, at least within the city of Beijing. The rest of the country is not going through the same sort of shutdown that uh, Beijing is. I don't know what's going to happen in December or January. And I'm not even sure if all the schools are following the same. Like, I, I, I'm not sure if all the schools are now going to online teaching or if they still have face-to-face uh, contact with the students and the teachers. So who knows? Uh, I, I don't know exactly. It, didn't, it wasn't very clear, but I know that in, uh, in November we've had uh, quite a few things sort of shuttered. The universities are closed off for the time being. Uh, all that being said and done, the, uh, <laughs> I can't believe it's the end of October already. <laughs> Uh, the, it seems kind of nice out actually in Beijing today, despite the it was a bit colder uh, the week before. Uh, now getting into November, uh, the next big th- the, the next big festival, I guess if you call it that, is the uh, Taobao's uh, or Alibaba's Double uh, Eleven shopping spree, which kicks off. I mean, it's already started, give or take a few weeks. Um, but uh, yeah, the uh, the big day is on November 11th, which is Remembrance Day in the or Veterans is it Veterans Day or it is Remembrance Day uh, in the West. So that's uh, the next sort of thing that uh, a lot of people are talking about now uh, here in China. I uh, never did get to put the show notes up on my website last night. I literally fell asleep, uh, and I remember 
I've never done this before, or at least it's been a while since I've done this, where I uh, sort of lie down and then I'm tapping on my phone and then I, I remember putting my phone down and the next thing I remember is waking up. <laughs> uh, so the 12, I got up at 12.30 and I'm like, well, I guess uh, I'll just do that tomorrow then. So yeah, I will be posting those show notes a little bit later. The reason for that is because the show notes on my website actually get posted after I make everything for them. So uh, one of the first things I do is actually most times I just record the episode and then I'll take notes from whatever I remember saying and then use those as a basis for uh, the mini write-up, like the little blog post. Uh, and then I put those up onto uh, my website and I also shoot it out to Medium as well. I've started, I wanted to try it out. I wanted to see what Medium was like. I'm not sure if I'll continue to use it I was using WordPress.com, but they flagged my account uh, for some reason, and now the ease of interaction between Anchor and WordPress has been broken, and I don't have any desire to set it up again. Like It's just another step that I'm not sure uh, would really benefit any more than just posting it on my own website. Uh, and then, of course, I tweet out these things as well. Uh, but so that's sort of my, my workflow for this audio blog. Is I, Sometimes I'll just uh, make the, the audio file, make the blog, audio blog itself, and then write the blog post. Uh, sometimes I do actually sit down, like for all the travel stuff, I actually sit down and I think about what I want to say uh, a little bit more, and I write it out first, and then I go through it uh, while the, uh, the, with, like while I'm recording. I have looked into another program, open source, so it's free. It's not going to cost me very much. Uh, but I got thinking of this because uh, if you remember me with, with this uh, May You Make Your Movie video challenge I did a couple months ago already, um, that I tried out some 2D animation. And I've been thinking about this lately. And I go, well... You know, would it be easier to do something like this on an iPad? It certainly would. It's possible on uh, phones. If you can draw with your finger, it would be a little bit easier with a stylus. And it would certainly be easier with a stylus on an iPad or a tablet of some sort uh, in with which you can better control what, how the, what you're trying to create. So I've talked about Blender before. That's a lot for 3D imagery, a 3D animation, graphics, and things like that. It can do TD, 2D animation, but it's. I was watching some reviews about it on uh, YouTube, and it doesn't seem like it's as uh, as developed as its 3D capabilities. So I looked into other 2D animation software, and it seems that Open Tunes is the one uh, that uh, is probably the uh, one that a lot of people use the most in, in the sense that it's open source, a lot of tutorials for it, uh, and that uh, most a lot, people who are into 2D animation actually use it. Uh, similar to Blender, but it's also uh, completely possible to uh, create, like, perfectly viewable 2D animations. And there is another program. Uh, is it called Sig... Signin? Sigmund? Oh, what's it? Sigfind. Sigfit. Oh, goodness, I can't remember. I was just watching a tutorial for it. Um, 
and uh, that one actually seems pretty good as well because it is uh, also open source. It's free. Synfig, that's what it's called. Synfig, and um, they are able to. You're again, you're able to uh, create 2D animations for it. Now you might be wondering why all of a sudden this moved towards 2D animations, and one of the reasons is because I see uh, people creating uh, animations online for like TikTok, uh, YouTube, and I know there are uh, programs like Canva that can actually create uh, animated uh, GIFs, GIFs, uh, infographics, and things like that. Um, but if you ever use something like your Bitmoji or uh, like the uh, the common method of animating a lot of Bitmojis are is by using this uh, app called My Talking Pet, but those images are copyrighted. So the idea would actually be to get into a little bit more of animation. Now I don't want to. I, I can't say that I have a, uh, an exact plan for this just yet. There's an, an idea in my mind. It's been something I've been thinking about, and certainly uh, leading up to next year's Maybe Make Your Movie, uh, I do want to be able to... I, I, this is, these are some of the things I want to be trying out between now and then in an effort to uh, create something maybe a little bit more substantial next year. Uh, so that being the case, uh, looking at it, uh, that now puts another program... That, that I'd like to learn into the mix. Is this a big deal? Is it a big step? I'm not sure. Only because it's a, the, the artistry, the creativity. Like if you have the idea for a, a character, that's one thing. Being able to draw it, that's another thing. And then next, being able to use it in an actual scenario or scenario, that's another thing entirely, right? So um, I mean, you think of how many directors or f movies, you know, did the director create the characters or did they uh, actually make the characters or are they just directing people who know how to use those characters? So things like that. Uh, and not that I'm looking to make full length movies. I was thinking about making something a bit more like animated TV show type of thing. No specific details just yet. That's sort of what I have rumbling around in my mind. Uh, and it's something that keeps me entertained right now, I guess. We'll see what comes of it. I'll let you guys know how it develops. Anyway, we will leave it there. Uh, this will be the last one for the week. I uh, hope you guys have a great week. We had a, had, a, uh, had a great week and have a great weekend. And if you're doing anything for Halloween, have fun and uh, stay safe out there. Hope you guys are well. Stay well. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.